Hello and welcome to The Campaigns, the actual play podcast from D&D Academy. I am Michael, and this is The Campaigns, A New World, Episode 5. It's a what? In our last episode, our PCs attended the Council of the Nobles and were present for the field promotion of Abram to guard captain. Then, with his assistance, began to further investigate the holds where the fires had broken out. In the holds, they found an odd substance on the walls where the fires had been. They enlisted the assistance of an alchemist named Sandra that Durin had been getting friendly with on the voyage over. She explained that the substance was flash, an alchemical substance similar to what we would call fireworks. They've asked her to snoop around any other alchemist and see if she can find anything. With the use of Detect Magic, they also found a sleeping, beardless dwarf named Valius hidden in a barrel. They have brought him before the nobles to be questioned. We pick up with Jason Winters questioning Valius about his role in the fires and the holds. So here is the campaign's A New World episode number five. It's a what? So there is a, a sort of a youngish human noble two older, and you can tell by the way he's dressed, and he actually also has a musket, or a, a flintlock pistol, which is pretty much like a noble accoutrement, and he looks at you and says, Sir, you stand before me accused of arson and murder. What have you say for yourself? And again, you're like, no fucking idea what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, I know. There has to be a misunderstanding. It's impossible I committed such a thing. I knew he was telling the truth. <laughs> Explain yourselves. How did you come to be on our ship and under the spell? Who are you? Why are you even here? First of all, I must ask, where am I? You. We don't know. You are <laughs> We're through the portal. We don't know where we are. You were on the steps of the new empire of Rivenstone. I like to start looking around. All right. You're, you're kind of backed up the edge of this massive forest. Again, 600 foot tall trees, 30 feet around. So it's obvious it's not. It's but. not Kansas anymore. Uh, what's the date? They tell you the date, which is two, well, for you it would be around 23 days. Three days on this, well, this is day five then. So this is this is AA after the portal, ATP five. It's involves my committee of those crimes. Well, you need to convince us of that, sir, not yourself. Where was I found? <laughs> you were found inside of a barrel. What was I doing in the barrel? You were asleep. Correct. I've been asleep for 23 days. How do I know this to be fact? You could be telling me anything you want. Where was the fire at? It was in the holds. And I know it was in the holds, right? You were in the holds, yes. The fires were near where you were found, (laughs) sir. (laughs) If you were not guilty of any crimes, why were you hidden aboard our ship? Do I recognize him by any chance? So we're going to retcon just a slight bit. Looks like he goes, wait. Valus? Is that you? Indeed. So he, <laughs> he, he kind of reaches down and he actually, he helps you stand up. You're still shackled, but he helps you stand up. And says, what has happened? Here in the background. Hang the traitor! Yeah. <laughs> A lot of things have happened since we last met, sir. I still need you to explain how you got into onto our ship. You were not on the manifest. A hell of a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely are the wolf pack. I believe I was meant to be here, sir. I, unfortunately, that's not going to satisfy... We find a dwarf in a barrel and he thinks he's the chosen one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to need something else. 
we have good men that have died. And while I certainly don't think you are responsible, my word, my belief in your word is not enough. We need something else. Are there any paladins around? Aside from me. I will cast <laughs> truth of justice on myself. I now speak only the truth. Um, higher low. Uh, no, there are no other paladins. There are spellcasters, if that would suit your needs. Are any clerics around? They look at Durin. I will transform him into a small, cuddly creature and then communicate with him through basic. <laughs> so you'll turn into an animal. Yes. Animal He's asking talk. for a cleric. I look at you a little like because you don't have your beard. He is a dwarf, by the that way. That's a, a shameful mark. It's not sure. If you you want to be associated with him. Right? I, I actually had forgotten that he has a relationship with Jason. So it's possible you may have actually met him in the past. Just, if so, but probably would I recognize it, him without his beard. It probably would have been in passing. We can why say that they haven't seen me without my beard. Yeah. That's why I took them off. Is yeah. Jason not I'll, sticking up for him or saying anything? He is now. Yeah, he, he's he, he's already helped him stand up, but he's he's basically saying that I still my belief that you're a good guy isn't enough in this situation. I need more information. So so go ahead. Why were you? So asking? I said, is there a cleric around? I'm a cleric. Sir, can is you... there a doctor on the plane? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sir, do you, do you know how to cast Zone of Truth? I or do. any truth-telling spells? I do. Please cast it. And I sit down and wait. <laughs> no, on me! <laughs> <That's my laughs> second... And then, when I was in third grade, <laughs> I was looking to the movies. Too much! Tur turn, turn it off! off. <laughs> turn it off! It's a second-level oh, spell. Second level. I withdraw oh, right. right. the question. All right. So you can also cast Zone of Truth as a ritual. So I'll say and we it, never cast it again. Takes you a few minutes, and you center it in a way. And actually, everybody, roll me a perception check. <laughs> a giant foot just slams down. <laughs> it's like the end of Godzilla versus Bambi. <laughs> I don't plus anything. It's a spot check. Uh oh, oh. I don't know if I have anything for spot. If you don't, search. you just uh, uh, it's you roll a d twenty and you add your wisdom. Is spot, search, and listen, unless you have a specific affinity for. Oh, you want me to draw yeah, one yeah, as well? Too. I'm sorry, it's a... No, uh, that doesn't count. It's an eight. Uh, Eleven. Eleven, four, so eight. Eight. Duran, what did you get for your spot check? Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen, what did you get? Twenty-three. Alright, so both of you notice that as you're asking for the Zone of Truth spell, Gunther and Maven kind of talk to each other like in whispers. And then as you start to cast it, they sort of slightly back up. <laughs> just make sure that they're not close to what's going on here. So not they, in they, the zone. They, yeah, they take a little step back, just, you know, just to make sure. And after a few minutes of preparation, you, you can kind of feel the sensation of that spell take effect, and you are now in the zone of truth. It does not compel you to answer. I know. I there's realize. a chance if you... Uh, the the sole so version is charisma saving throw. Creature cannot speak a deliberate lie. Creature is aware of this. Yeah. Since you are the one who cast the spell, you should do the questioning. You would be most I, I would say, to well, after... A, after, you, after he, yeah, yeah, but you would be able to tell if he's trying to lie, like... At least, at least for this situation right now, by okay. God, uh, yes, you, can, sir. you can kind of sense it. So. I will say, after you finish custom, like, can you please explain to them how the zone of truth works so they're aware that I cannot lie while I'm in this circle? I really, the whole, because I don't have it pulled up to read. Yeah. But <laughs> I mentioned using old Southern lawyer. Address the jury. Well, uh, what we'll say here. I, 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 I said he can't lie when he's in the zone. 
Speak only that the truth. More, kind of lost the accent there. I was going for Falco from Leghorn. Not going for the Southern Moon. All right. No, yeah. Ask me what other questions you may choose. Now that you're under the zone of truth. There you go. All right. Main uh, justice. <laughs> right. Will you please state your name for the court? Wallace. Uh, Paladin of Martin. Yeah, where do you hail from? What do you do? Uh, state your name and for the in occupation for the record, please. <laughs> Why are you here? How did you end up in the barrel? I am here because I feel I need to be here. I ended up in the barrel because I wasn't allowed officially to be on the boat. Gunther says, See, he's a stowaway. He's obviously guilty. He's speaking of riddles. Are you here to help us? How do we know this spell is even working? Are you willing to help us? They're I both have dwarves. Help you. I'm standing I, ob- I object. They're both dwarves. He could be covering for him. I think you should step like in and see what happens. I'd like to maneuver my zone of truth. <laughs> you can't. Unfortunately, you can't. Uh, you can move uh, up to uh, it, though. It's 15 foot diameter. Yeah, he's how, 15 and a half feet away. How, um... Can I? How? Can I sneak? Why do please you ask me? The, mind, you work for me. Did you? You work. You were part you, of his Did you set the fire, the fire? Oh, yeah. Yeah. so I can I answer it? Yeah. I, I was <laughs> sitting here going, ask him if he's at the fire. Twenty-five minutes goes by. Spells over. Nope, didn't set the fire. It's, it's one. It's one minute. It's one minute. It's Twenty-four. Oh shoot. Well, uh, did you set the fire on the ship? No, I did not. Do you know who set the fire on the ship? No, I do not. Do you know how I don't, the fire Maybe was we're not asking the, the right no, questions here. Ask him what his memory is? Ask him what his last memory is. What's the last, What's the last thing you remember? Getting in the barrel. Closing my eyes. Yeah. So you got in the barrel of your own free will. That's correct. Interesting. Everyone's open to ask these questions. Was there anybody with you? Was anybody helping you? No. You are by yourself. When you got in, in the, the barrel, barrel, that is correct, yes. Where did you get in the barrel? On the ship or outside the ship? Outside. Who arranged for you to be on the ship? No one. I got in a barrel. That's why I got in it. And then put yourself in a deep slumber. That is correct. How did you put yourself in a deep slumber? I had a potion. I had a potion that allowed me to uh, stay asleep while the trip was going to take place. Did we find an empty vial in the... Who shaved your beard? (laughs) I did. Why? That is a personal question. Why yeah. didn't I grow back in 25 days? Are you forced to answer? No. <laughs> he can refuse. He can just not answer. Have you been shamed? Are you ashamed? That is debatable. Jason steps in. I don't feel those questions are relevant. I believe Yeah, now we're badgering the witness at this point. I explained that he is not responsible, though you are still a violator of the Empire's laws. You stowed away. You put yourself and other people at danger. That was and a we will we will have to discuss <laughs> low, some, law and order some sort of punishment fitting a man of your station as well as the crimes that were committed and you can see like Gunther Maven uh, they're already getting ready to step in and like argue well, don't, don't, when you like hear that. someone keep it it was a little more Tarzan than keep I was going it for. down out there <laughs> there's a a scream from the far side of the ship where the sea and ocean would be. Everyone's a damn drama queen around here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the ship's I told on him not fire. To get in the water. That's what I'm saying. That, that's 
Just All like right. a wore out doctor who's tired of seeing people in the emergency room. You, I told them. You start hearing like a blood curdling scream. I start okay. running towards the script sound. Okay. So let's go ahead and we'll roll initiative. Woo! <laughs> oh, including me? Yeah. You're still in manacles, though. I know. That's why I asked. He's got a hot pirate. Utter shocktopus. Utter shocktopus. All right. So this is like a sharknado. Yeah. I wanted to ask this when we were questioning him. A turtle shark octopus. What's the right word? How out of line? How out of line, or would I be in trouble if I made, the, like, if I made the accusation? If we, if we were in that situation, and I turned to one of, to the nobles, and I and I hinted at like maybe you're to blame because they're asking because they're being so blameful. Accusatory. In in this little society, would I be in a lot of trouble? Well, in the normal empire, nobles are sort of a, a, above the the common folk. And it's it's very similar to like the George R. R. Martin type nobles where you just don't have a lot of power. In this particular situation, <laughs> out of the two hundred people or so that are still alive, there's probably only about three people that you couldn't kill. So you have a little bit more power in this situation. I mean, legally, yes, they, I just they could like... have you arrested for some sort of made up uh, law and have you put to death. Whether they could find someone to enforce that right now would be up to you. But common courtesy and sort of politics, no, you would not put yourself out where you would blatantly accuse a noble of a crime of that, of that sort. All right, so Jack, you are actually first to go. You see Blaine turn and start to run towards the sound. You also hear screams and cries coming from the beach. So essentially the sh you're between you, the ship, and then the screams are on the other side of it. Okay. Uh, the way my character would behave is be I'll go there swiftly, but I'm not, like, blatantly running. Like, I'm just kind of sneaking, but quickly. Okay. So, so like, you're more like on the skirt along the edge of the forest to get a view, not necessarily running directly toward it? Yes. Okay. So I want to see what's going on, but most people probably look at me like, oh, he's not. I don't know what he's doing, but he's going somewhere. Okay. But, and I have... Valius, you are next to go. Basically, everyone turns and looks away from you, so you are... Standing right next to Jason, but you're still shackled. You, sharp you are effectively naked. Do I have I sensed danger? Like, am I aware that there's something a dangerous? You, you heard the cries, but you don't sense or see anything at the moment. I will stand up. Okay. Well, you already stand up. He he actually helped you up. But I sat down still with shackled, the shackles, right? Yeah. So I stand up again. Okay. And I guess I look around. Okay. You don't actively see anything. It appears whatever can the danger I, is. Can I uh, look around to see where my weapons are? Uh, where did you guys put the weapons? Where did you guys put his weapons? The other barrel that had the armor and weapons in it's it. It's just it's nearby. in the same area nearby. All right, so if you look around, you'll see a barrel. I would like to go to it. Okay, so but you... I thought you were shackled to something. I thought I was shackled like this. Is that incorrect? Oh. Yeah, I, I thought that as well. Okay. I, yeah, just regular... Shackled. Okay, yeah. So I you, mean, you can say that I wasn't. I, just, I, I'm, I, I must have missed that, so I'm sorry. Um, so... I'm still shackled, yeah, but I'm going to my okay. Weapons. So you go over and you can see your stuff, but you're still shackled. All right, Tredic. We we've seen. We yeah, you have not. You're still. You haven't moved yet. You're still. When you turn and look to the sound, there's a sh ship in the way, so you can't see through the ship. Well, I'm gonna go towards the sound. Okay. Are you just gonna run? Or are you gonna turn into a bird and fly over there? Turn into a horse and run over there? How are you gonna get there? 
Bird. Bird. All right. You flip into a bird. bird <laughs> you fly up. You easily clear the, I have my, the, the ship, and you see something that you could only describe as a Trishoctopus. <laughs> that is obviously a Trishoctopus. I'm never relaying... seen a Trishoctopus. <laughs> so, that is a Trishoctopus. Holy balls. <laughs> this creature is about 25 feet long, and it's got a sort of elongated body that looks a lot like a shark. But the entire top of it is bony and plated like a turtle shell. Do I even want to know what this thing's genitals look like? <laughs> not, no. Not that, <laughs> not, this is the face. first thing on yeah. my mind. It is. has like a shark-like mouth, uh, teeth, but it also has tentacles that are coming off the side of it. And you actually, it's holding a person off of the ground. It's, <laughs> it's, it's probably got more than eight, but again, it looks like a Tershoctopus. And it is sort of clawing its way out of the ocean. And I'm it, gonna smash the shit out of it. <laughs> it's, it's got a. It's, it's one of its appendages is holding a human above its head, and it's like whipping it back and forth. So that is what like, it is doing. It's like a fun ride. During like somebody's hair, I'm <laughs> grabbing my shield, and I'm you know marching steadily on the round the other side of the. <laughs> the dumbest right. priest are, ever. Are you going to like Always. double? move and try to run over there because it's so far away that if you just <laughs> a singular you know, military just formation around, going on uh, just around the ship so i can see it <laughs> and then i was gonna try and cast guardian of fate all right so i'm gonna say it's gonna take both of your Somebody movements in to, to get to the point where you can see it so you won't be able to cast a spell this turn okay but you can see the same thing that he saw so you can see the trishoctopus blaine you, even though you had said the first one that you're going to turn and run, for some reason you're the last one to go, <laughs> you're running around the ship full tilt. You clear the edge of it. You see the Trishoctopus. It's still too far for you to engage oh. this turn unless you want to use like a ranged weapon. But on next turn, you'd be able to move and attack. Okay. Okay. So beginning of the next round, the Trishoctopus goes, and it uses these sort of tentacles and lashes them out. There's like six, seven, eight of them that kind of go out, and they, they splay out. In like a 30 degree arc on the other side and it sort of pulls itself along so clearly this is an aquatic creature it doesn't seem to have legs but it's using these whip-like tentacles to dig into the ground and then it's pulling itself onto the beach the person that it had kind of flaying all over the, the air what ends up doing is actually brings it down really hard on its shell and you just hear like the, the head cracks like an egg and the body goes completely limp. So he's killed the guy. Yeah, he just he... whacked himself. Oh, well, there goes my hopes of uh, flying in and saving this guy. <laughs> well, yep. Too bad you didn't go first. So the Trishoctopus moves further inland. What a dick. And has already killed one person. And you can see that there are a bunch of other people. That It's the ones that were un unloading the boats that they've all started to scatter. But there was a couple people that are still close that are in danger. Jack. So you've cleared the edge. You see what's going on. You're probably 60 feet away. I'm going to sneak towards it. Okay. I've still focused sneak. Does that help at all? Yes, it means you get to roll a d6 in addition to your dexterity check when you're sneaking. Okay, you want me to do that? Yes, so you roll d20, which is and your dex modifier, and then you roll your d6 on top of that. Uh, crit plus 4 plus my dex modifier, which is 5, so 29. All right. You, My speed is also you turn into sand like the Sandman and just kind of slither like a snake. It's like smoke over it. Yeah, you turn into smoke and disappear. You do like the um, the sideshow trick, like you actually stick your head in your mouth and then back out. 
But There's no point to it, but it looks cool. You can only move 30 feet, it's so you're still 30 feet away. But as far as you know, the creature is unaware of your presence. Okay. Velius, Jason rushes to your side, and he starts trying to undo your shackles. But it's going to take him his full turn to do that. Is there any way I can help him? You can attempt to just break the shackles. All right. So you're going to have to wait. You hear Gunther and Maven going, Where are the guards? They, they need to surround that thing. Say thanks. And then one of them goes, wait, he's still a prisoner. He should not be freed. And they're starting to argue back and forth. Tredic, you're a bird. You're above. Yeah. You see what's going on. I don't know if I, this is a creature. This is first thing we've encountered here. Who says we want to be killing this thing? We, maybe we should be studying it. You know, I'm going to attempt to communicate with it. Okay. <laughs> first of all, roll me a d20. Yeah. After what you get for bringing a fucking journal? I know. There's always one. Goddamn hippie. I know. I have 15. I don't know what modifiers we're looking at here. I like you playing your role. All right. So what are you saying? Sir, are you in pain? (laughs) You see? (laughs) I don't know if you know, but you just smashed somebody on your back, and that's not considered polite. (laughs) All right. So how are you going to try to communicate with this beast? In the traditional (laughs) Tershartopus. Tershartopus? Excuse me. Mental link. Okay. That's... Well, I mean, I, I'm sure as a druid, you have some abilities to communicate with animals. I, I don't know enough about the druid to know what they are, but you, you've got to have something. I assume I have limited vocal range as a All bird. Right. But well, well, are you going to turn back into a human, or are you going to stay a bird? I was going to stay a bird for now. Okay, so yeah. double check, because I, I think you have an ability of, like, communicate with animals. Yeah, I believe there was um, something. So we'll, we'll, we'll come back to you. We'll actually put you at the end for yeah. now. All right, Durin. So you, you've cleared the ship. You can see what's going on. You saw that guy get killed. He's still being held in the tentacle, but clearly his head is cracked open. His neck's broke. He's ragged all physics Nothing. at this point. Uh, the uh, Guardian of Faith. Okay. So you successfully cast that spell. And I guess, it, from what I'm saying, it pretty much radiates around the creature. All right. All right. So your spell goes into effect. So what does that, what is it, physical manifestation, what does that spell look like? Does it look like? Like Paylor, is it a divine being of light? Is it a hammer? Is it a spear? What I is- want it. I want it to be like I, I envision just like a mythical style looking dwarven warrior that is you know that pale ghosty blue with uh, a giant hammer and just whacking the shit out of it, living hell out of anything that comes within its okay. Range. All right, so you see the physical manifestation of the spell. You see like a ghostly dwarf. It's probably proportionally a dwarf, but larger than a dwarf, I would think, you know, almost like giant sized up here. And it's got this sort of hammer, and it looks like that dwarf ghost is also going to attack the Trishoctopus. What would you like to do? If you run and attack, you can reach it this turn. Yeah. I'm going to attack it. Okay, so you're going to run up and swing your mighty oath hammer. I'm going to raid 20 to hit. Okay. Uh, you hit it, but it seems to hit off of its shell and doesn't really seem to affect. I was going to tell affect. you exactly. I was... So, so the effect is it's going to miss. I mean, you can describe what you were trying to do, but so you're either going to miss outright or hit the shell because it doesn't hurt the creature, at least not visibly that you can tell. Okay. All right. So just clarify your spell. You have to determine. So yes. You have to determine who can and cannot be in the spell range. All the people that I consider... It hasn't splattered one of all, us. All beings other than... Okay. Make sure that he doesn't attack him when he runs up to him. All right. And I just people out of my party. 
Okay. That way, if anything else is to occur. I've never had that good a swing before and missed, so I kind of I swing and then I kind of go. Like a pitcher maybe, swing and Maybe whirl it around. Like, yeah. You actually just like look at your bat. You look like, at the bat and you're like, <laughs> All right, try it. There was nothing in there about Okay, so the way I'll kind of go old school, I know like old school rangers, like you like call me, like you hold your hand out and you approach the beast and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And you can kind of help sort of change the behavior of the creature. But as a bird, you're not going to be able to communicate with it. So I do look like a tasty snack. And I've already decided to stay as a bird this turn. Yes. So, so, so essentially you, well, you can fly. fly. You can fly. So would you like to move, fly closer or further? Yeah, I've flown closer. Okay. <laughs> All right. At the beginning of its turn, the Tershoctopus is going to bring the dead human into his mouth and bite off the top half of him. I still, I'm still going with misunderstood. But and then yeah. he's going to lash out at Blaine with two of his tentacles. Twelve and a ten to hit. I think it's in right. pain. So two of the tentacles on its left side sort of lash out. They don't really do any damage, but they do kind of wrap around you. You're not entangled, but you can see that that's what it's trying to do is trying to actually grab you with the tentacles. And much like a shark's tentacle, they're, I mean, they're just essentially a muscle. They're just a ropey-like muscular strand. And the, the strength of those, I mean, you're actually kind of shocked at how much power it has when it looks like it's just sort of ropey and thin. All right, Jack, you are 30 feet away from this creature. You see Blaine run up. You also see the ghostly visage of a dwarven warrior appear and start swinging at it. So you know there's some stuff going on, but the creature still does not appear to be aware of you. You also see it bite a person in half. It also doesn't appear to be injured by these attacks. No. You saw him swing, and not nothing happened. At all by mine. I think, oh, wait, I'm sorry. That, uh, yeah, for some reason, I thought that happened on your turn. So it has to roll saving throw, right? Correct. And on a miss, it does full damage on a pass. What is 15. your 15? All right. My DC is 15. Okay. And then what is the damage on a regular hit? So it does 15 or 7, right? Yeah. So the, the blue ghostly hammer comes down right on top of the creature on the shell. And there's almost like a bit of a, almost like a spark where it hits. There's just such a power behind this hit. And the creature sort of like, it pushes down, so it does hit it, but it doesn't really seem to affect it, at least not very much. Jack. So as I'm moving up, I want to continue to sneak towards the creature. Okay. But as I'm doing so, I want to analyze and try and find a weak spot to do a sneak attack on. All right. Since you did so well in your last sneak, I'm not going to have you roll again. You can okay. just, you're just sneaking like a mofo. Yeah. Roll me an intelligence check. 15. All right. So from what you can tell, because it, it does look more shark-like than anything else, but it has these sort of octopus-like appendages. There's an area between the last appendage and where the shell starts that would probably be the furthest away from anything that could hurt you, and you would think is probably its its soft spot, if it even has one, really. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm heading towards that okay. spot. You are close enough. You can move in and attack this turn. So I can't? Okay. Sneak yep. attack on it, then. I have a 14 to hit. Okay. Your blade connects, and it, the body looks a lot like a shark, but it's still rigid. That the turtle shell—it doesn't. It's not. Like, it sort of blends all together. Like the top part of its body is bony plates, so it's not literally a turtle shell on top of it. And your blade just deflects off. Like I mean, you're surprised when you go to stab it. You just 
in your mind you see that blade sinking in and it's deflected off and it actually surprises you that it doesn't sink in. Okay. Velius, your hands are free. If you would like to don your armor, you can, or just grab your weapon. Putting your armor on is going to take a little while. One minute, yeah. Which is ten rounds. Ten rounds to don armor? Yeah. Well, and I've let it, if it was like played, it would take like six years. It's like ten minutes. Um, I would like to grab my sealed. Okay. And my rapier. And I'm going to run towards it naked. Okay. Well, who untied me? Jason did. The noble. Okay. You were your shackle. He just unlocked them, so the shackles just fell. So you have small clothes on. You literally have like a wife beater and underoos on. So you grab your rapier and shield, and then you run, double move. So you can also get to the edge of the the boat. So you're about thirty feet away, and obviously now you can see all the stuff that I've already described. Durin, this creature is like a force of nature. It so far has been fairly resistant to all physical and magical attack. Um, I had a. I just need to read it real quick. All right, hurry up, or I'm moving on. All right, I'm gonna cast inflict wounds. Choose a living creature within range that you can see. It must make a constitution saving throw. It takes 3d8 necrotic damage on a failed saving throw and half as much damage on a successful one. You don't have to roll to attack, right? It's just a saving throw averse damage. I thought it said 3d8 yeah. necrotic. Okay. So. Roll your damage. Nine. Nine. All right. So you lay your spell upon this creature. You go through your, your components and you can kind of, you have an innate sense about your own magic and you, there's like just a an aura of necrotic energy that lowers on it. And you can see that it has effect. Like there's parts of its body start to sort of almost like decay I around see, its mouth. I want to see that it's the shell. Like it's in an oven and it pop, like it pops. Baking. Like the shell popped or something. Or... But what you can sense is even though the spell works, it doesn't work as, as well as you expected. And not because the creature saved necessarily, as if this creature has some sort of innate resistance to magic. Okay. So it does damage it, but it's less damage than normal. And not just from the save, if that makes sense. Alright. Blaine, you are standing next to this creature. I'm gonna run. Try and get jump out of the, the tentacle and get away from it. Alright, if you just disengage, then you can get away. If you just run, it gets a free attack on you. Disengaging, you can't move as far, but you won't be attacked. So it's basically it's half move, not attacked, full move, possibility of being attacked. I don't want to be attacked. Okay, so you'll disengage. So you're kind of backing off slowly using your hammer to sort of deflect its tentacles if it sort of tests at you. And you're able to move 15 feet away in your turn. So you're out of range of the creature and not being attacked. Okay. But it could, on its turn, come at you if it chooses to. Mm-hmm. Try it. I'm going to land and shift back to my even form. I think I was going to attempt to communicate with it once you, again. You can go ahead and try it, because that's more like a free action. So yeah. give me a charisma roll. I don't think that's a strong point. It's a four. Okay. So you uh, you, uh, you kind of hold out your hand, and you, you approach the beast, not getting close enough to be attacked, and you start like saying soothing words, things that you would say to a horse or a donkey or a bear or some sort of wild animal. This thing wants nothing it, to do with me. Yeah, it's dead black shark-like eyes don't even acknowledge not even, you. I am not familiar with the Tushoktopus's the, well, the uh, dis- disposition. Yes. 
it um, it appears to ignore Blaine for the moment. It lashes out forward with its tentacles and drags itself further onto the beach. Doesn't even seem to know that you're there. Good. All right, Jack, it's your turn. Oh, okay. did you take your damage? Good call. Remind me every time. Thank you very much. Okay, <laughs> the hammer comes down yet again. The hammer of justice. Does he yell that every time? The <laughs> hammer of justice. Hammer of justice. Uh, so I guess once again, I'll just I'll do a sneak attack. Okay, so you're gonna go back up to that same spot and just try yeah. it again. Okay. Okay. Uh, all I was it. I have attack plus two and then plus my d twenty. Well, your attack plus two should probably be at your level. This is a, a finesse weapon, so your dexterity modifier would also mm-hmm. count. Oh, okay. So it's probably well, like plus wait, six yeah, or plus so you seven. Have a long sword? Long swords are not finesse. Oh, yeah, long swords are not finesse, so you then it would be strength. Sword sword instead. Well, sneak attack, I could use anything because it ends up being 4d6 damage. Right, but, but when you attack with a long sword, you use strength. When you attack with a short sword, you use dex. And I'm guessing okay. as a rogue character, your dex is probably yeah. higher. Yes. So here's the thing. I want you to do what your character would do. So if your character would use a long sword, then use a long sword. But from a min-max perspective, you would be more likely to hit with a short sword or a rapier okay. or a dagger. Yeah, it'd be a, it'd Here's, probably a short sword. What if though. he used a katana? Would that still it's be? A, it's considered a, a, a large weapon. So yeah. I still yeah. think that would be a, that's like a finesse strength weapon. But I was try, I'm just trying to help it's you. A com- it's a combo yeah, my piece. My character would probably use a short sword, though. Okay. So then you attack with your, which I believe is your dexterity 20. Yes. So then you would get plus seven to your attacks. Okay. Travis left his character sheet at home, so we're, we try to recreate it really fast. That's why some of the numbers are off. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. Still does not penetrate. It's it's thick. So even where the the turtle shell ends and the shark like begins, it's still tough and rubbery, and you're just having a hard time getting purchased. The good news is is that it head its head turns around and seems to look at you now. Oh well that's good. I'm glad Oh wait, I got wait, news. that's not good news. Sorry, I was con- I was concerned. Can I also use uh hide in shadows when that happens like into its body? No. Oh. Alright, Valius. So the creature is coming closer. It's actually closer to the ship now. It's pretty much drug itself in a straight line. And from what you saw before is when Blaine disengaged it didn't go after him. So it doesn't appear that aggression is its primary goal at this point. But it's certainly defending itself or attacking whatever's immediately around it. I think it's heading for the boat. It looks like it's heading for the boat, but beyond that, you don't know. It's moving closer toward the boat. Give it the door. All right, Valius, what do you want to do with the Tershoctopus? Cuddle it. I don't know if it's actually bad or not. Thank you. Thank you very people. much. We were just hungry. Hey, you know, we just showed up on Actually, its I, this have, could be did like, I have not seen it eat somebody, have I? It did. It did. It crushed. And then it it may or may not have yeah, and chomped on it. him. I mean, it's it's up for debate at this point. It is up for debate at this point. Okay, well, regardless, this could be like three months of food. And we're going to go out hunting anyways. This is perfect. It just came to us. <laughs> so from what I've seen, nobody has been able to do damage all. Those Correct. His magic has affected it, but slightly. Perhaps the power of Moradin is the difference here. I'm not going to cast any spells. I'm going to attack it to figure out how battle-hardened it is. Okay. Sort of test its weak point. Well, I'd like to attack it on the side if I can. Ten. No. Durin. 
first of all. Oh, no. Never mind. Go ahead. Oh. What would you like to do? No, go ahead. I'm stupid. Never mind. Go ahead. I'm going to cast the same spell again, only as a level three spell. So You can cast level three spells? You're seventh level, so he can cast up to level four spells. Oh, maybe because he's a cleric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. has a higher spell level than you. He's taking a lower level spell and casting it in a higher slot. I was looking at another one that I was going to do, and then I, of course, that was not going to happen. So just for the point at of the podcast, level, podcast this is one of the things that if you're new to the game, playing a, a spellcaster of any type is a bitch. Well, it, it does slow down the game a little bit, which it, again is fine. But you do you, there's a lot more involved than if you're just a fighter where you swing a hammer and you hit things like that. So just be prepared as a DM or as a player that if you have somebody that's new that's playing those types of characters, there's there's going to be a little bit of a slowdown. Like, I like I know the spell, but I needed to look up what it does when I cast yep. it at a higher, higher level. level. Like I know it's more powerful, but I just want to make sure that I have it. Okay, correct. so what are you casting uh, as a uh, inflict wounds again, um, as uh, a third level. It's, so it's probably second level higher. The damage increases by one d eight. So I get to roll for five d eight. Three d eight is for the original spell. At what level? And then at second level, it's one more. At third and level, then at third level would be one okay. more from there. So okay, five d eight. All right, and he rolls a saving throw, or it should say. Okay, right. we'll call it a he. Nick already scouted out the testicles after all. Seven. So out of 40 possible, you got 11. I rolled. That sucks. Just you should have a bonus of some sort, though, too. I would think that, like, your wisdom He's score. He's really digging for you here. Uh, how, well, then I guess, how would that? In, in, older, in older versions, your spellcasting ability, which for you would be wisdom, your bonus generally affected those. So I'm going to go ahead and say it doesn't. If you want to try to find it, I can add it back in. All right, so you did a total of 11 damage. If you want to just add, try do a roll saving throw or do take the 15. Ah, yeah. Oh, the, well, it's on his turn. That, that's oh, what I confused on. His okay. turn is when I do that. That's why I got confused. All right, Blaine. So you, the creature basically has kind of slid past you, so you're now looking kind of right, right at its flank, and you see that Jack is on the other side, who's kind of gone up, and he's stabbing at it from the other side, but you can't tell if it's doing anything or not. Okay, I ran at it. I tried to hit it. I was really confused, and I got nervous, and I backed away. But now I'm like, that's never happened before. So I want to target its eyeball. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run up and hit it as hard as I can. And will I? do I have to have dealt damage to it last time to activate the yes. damage? Yes, yeah, you actually have to hit it and do damage before you can activate your magical ability. All right. Uh, attack it. Yes. Okay. As it's sort of pulling itself forward, it's got those tentacles splayed out, and you're so focused on trying to hit its eye, you actually step on one of its tentacles, and it reacts by pulling it out, and it's almost like stepping on a banana peel, so you completely lose your footing, and the swing just goes wild. Tredic, you are now human form, and you've tried once to talk to this creature, and it doesn't appear this damn working. thing is too stupid. Yes. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I, I'm still I'm still uh, hesitant to hurt it, but I think it needs to be stopped. So I'm going to cast Wall of Fire, try and hurt it away from okay. the civilians. Okay. So. Now you have Blaine and Jack next to it, so there's really no way to separate them. So you're going to put all necessary casualties, all three of them, inside the wall. <laughs> now, does it make a circle? Does it make a straight wall? Does it make e- either or? Um, so are you going to completely encircle it, or just make like a wall with like two, wall, two I'm gonna, sides? I'm going to make a. I'm going to 
it's gonna be a straight line. Okay. Um, if I'm just choosing to make a, it's thirty feet long, ten feet high, and one foot thick. Okay. Now the guards have added, I added them into the initiative. They've started to rally, and they've they've got like spears and halberds, ranged weapons. Some of them have crossbows, and they're starting to kind of they're slowly advancing on it. You know, again, imagine like they're trying to kill like an elephant. So they're they're not in danger. If you cast your spell, you're not going to put them in danger, but they are approaching. Just so you know. Well, maybe not putting it right on top of the creature, but, but a little bit farther back. Not just to. So maybe... not right in front of its face, but just basically putting it far enough yeah, that it's like, not going to keep going. Like, forward. hey, you might want to turn around here. Okay. So, so I assume that with that spell, that just pretty much happens. Yeah, concentration. Right. So but... everyone would see this. But it does. I choose one side where it does damage. But yeah. if it's not right on top of it, then obviously. So I imagine the side closest to it would be the. Yes. Okay. So you guys see this sort of like black smoke just sort of kind of curl in on top of itself, and then the smoke rolls out and then just flashes in a solid wall, just a ten foot high wall of fire just erupts and blocks off the creature's advancement towards the ship. So now Jack, Lane, and the shark, or and it does obscure view apparently, are all so. right on top, and the creature reacts instantly, very violently. It sort of rears up, even though it's not close to it. Obviously, fire bad. Uh, he didn't like that at all. The guards also sort of freak out a little bit, and you see them sort of back back away. Um, it's a common reaction to fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not a good thing. Yes. A, all I, right. I visualize the elemental plane of fire. The Trishoctopus goes. The hammer, righteous hammer of Morden hits the uh, the Trishoctopus. 45. With, uh, again, not... Not a whole lot of effect that you can tell. Jack. Oh, no, sorry. The Tershaktus, it's going to turn. It sees you, so it's actually going to turn, and it's going to make a tentacle and a bite attack against you. So first is the tentacle. 12 versus armor class. I imagine that's going to miss. I'm sorry. How do you figure out armor class again real quick? It would be Uh, your dexterity. It's 10 plus your dexterity. And then if you're wearing armor... It would it would affect depending on what armor you have. It might be seventeen then. So either way, that's okay. Yeah, we'll say seventeen for now. Leather armor. Is All right. You would want more. However, the second attack is a twenty-one. Okay. And that is the bite attack. Eighteen points of damage. Ooh. That hurts. So it spins around and its great white shark-like teeth dig into your side, and for a second you're actually like horizontal as it picks you up, but then as it closes its jaws and rips out a side of your side you fall out back onto the ground you said 18 correct correct all right somebody's jumped in there and starts stabbing it inside the mouth that was that was half my health now it is your turn can i we think we better hide in shadows or sneak to get its focus off of me it would have to be you can't you can't hide if there's nothing like you would have to have an event uh-huh. Or something to hide behind, so there's really nowhere for you to hide. Ninja dust. And you could try to sneak, but again, it's looking at you. So unless <laughs> unless you find a way to obscure its vision, at least momentarily, you so can't really do So it's not either. like a T-Rex if you just stand still. Right. We'll kind of distract it with some sand. You could inside. Sure, you want to throw some sand inside, and then when it's blinking inside, hide behind it. Yeah, and then sounds good. All right. So roll me a a, a dex check. Fourteen. All right. I rolled a saving throw versus sand in the eye, and it fi- it fails because it has a giant eye. So it actually closes its eye as sand hits it. It turns its head slightly away from you. Now roll me a hide check. A 20. Roll a d6 or a d8. I don't know if you had. When you went to 7th level, you have the ability to add two yeah. more skills or add your higher skill die. 
I think I one, two, three. He got the, he yeah, went got, with the extra skills. Yeah, I got okay. the extra so skills. So roll a d six. So seventeen plus one is eighteen plus so twenty three. Okay, so you did like a little ninja roll behind it, and now you're directly behind it. So like as it's turning its big shark head back and forth, you're sort of going back and forth trying to stay out of its field of vision. Valius. How close am I to Jack? Uh, probably 15 feet at the most. Excellent. I would like to run up to him. Okay. Quote, unquote, I'm actually walking. But I'm not running the action. I'm running right. cinematically. Cinematically. Thematically, yeah. Cinematically, you're running. And I say, I touch him on the shoulder. I'm like, Mordin, please help him. And you heal 11 point, uh, 13 points. So you have this sort of golden light erupts from the paladin's hand, and a cold sensation fills your body, and your wounds begin to heal and knit themselves. Ooh, almost that max health. So your nipples get hard. Ping, ping. All right, is that your turn, Vilia? Yes. All right, Durin. There's now a giant wall of fire between you and the shark, her sharktopus, so you can no longer see it. You do not have Although time. Not can I, damage. Will it take me to get around this wall of fire? If you double move one round, if you regular move twice. Yeah, it's 30 feet long. But it, well, it's technically 15 feet in each direction. Though. So actually, gotcha. no, it, technically, yeah. So if you, you, sh- you can move 25 feet. So you can move and see it and then do something. I'm sorry. Okay. Because it would That's have to be in the middle. That's what I'm going to okay. do. Okay. And I will Are you going to move to the right where Blaine would be or to the left where Jack and Velius is at? I'm going to move over to where Blaine's at. I okay. don't like that. So call. your right, it's left, is the side you would go to, and you can now see Blaine. Okay. I'm going to cast Sacred Flame, which is 1d8 of uh, after a dexterity saving throw, or take 1d8 radiant damage. Okay. So I roll saving throw versus, and if I fail, I take 1d8 damage. Target must succeed a dexterity saving throw, or take 1 d8 damage okay it failed its saving throw so what does that look like what did what did, man, the physical manifestation this, is my, this is my cantrip so i want it to be kind of a faster not as elaborate spell but just a like aha so it's just like a little ball of energy hits yeah, it in the face like i a, want it to be kind of a little fireball type of thing i almost envision uh like mario <laughs> <laughs> You know, All right, like, so you're spitting little fireballs yeah, at it, I, and it, it bounces up and hits it in the face? Yep. <laughs> Got it. It's good. I have fire seeds. <laughs> there you go. All right, so it failed to roll your damage? Seven. Got it. All right, Blaine. I'm going to try and smash its eye out again. Okay. Crit. He's on the, he's he on the natural off. 20 and a 1. Yay, advantage. All right, so critical hit is maximum damage. I don't have to roll. And then you get to roll on top of it. All right, max damage would be, oh, I'm not using Yeah, that. so it's 12, 24, 24 12, so 30. 36, and then you get to roll the D, the 2D12s again. 36, 47, 53. Jesus Christ. Okay, so when you hit it. I better not be there anymore. You... You probably, yes, you actually will smash its eye out and it will pop in a black goo. But even then, you you can tell that your weapon doesn't have the same effect that it should. Like, you should have knocked a tree over with that effect, hit, and this creature just seems to absorb it. Its body, 
has sort of a rubbery quality it to just it. Takes its other eye and goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you hit it, and the other eye popped out like three feet, and then snapped back into place. Its eye rolls out on the sand, and then it's like. <laughs> like um, a, but yes, Jim but move. the fire already startled it, and now it's using its legs. It's sort of pushing itself up away from you and the fire. So you've you've scared it and wounded it, and you you you're kind of. The, even though the damage wasn't that great, it's had a psychological effect on this creature. Can I take it? Can I have one more action? Maybe. What is it? I want to take my hammer and hold it into the fire. Okay. Well, you're like 10 feet away from the fire, but you, yeah, you can do that. But you have to walk a little bit away from the creature to do that. So I'm gonna. So my move will be, I'm going to walk to the fire and then I'm going to hold my hammer in it. Yep. Okay. Alrighty. Tread it. So you currently can't oh, see the creature either. I don't know. I don't want to attack it, but it doesn't want to seem to see reason, so I'm going to throw some fire seeds at it. Now, do you want to move to your right or your left? My left. All right. That, you can now see Jack and Valius, and then you're going to throw your fire seeds at it? Two, two acorns. Okay. At it. <laughs> it's a cantrip, so we're not expecting a whole lot here to okay. happen. I roll once for each seed. Okay. Yeah. Um... That'd be a nine and a fifteen. Nope. They both again the, the sort of rubbery turtle shell quality. They bounce off pop, and pop. do and they're like little pop caps. All right. The you hear the twang of several bow strings snapping as the guards uh, attack it. Are these arrows are not flying through the wall of fire? No, maybe they, catching on fire. They've gone to the edges and they're shooting in, and all of them either miss completely or they bounce off the turtle shell and do nothing. It is now the Tershoctopus's turn, and it will roll its save versus the Morden Spiritual Hammer, and it succeeds. But that should be the end of your spell. So this would be sixty, yeah. If, if well, but it's not doing it's not doing full damage every turn because uh, it's, it's some it's some some saves. It's there until it okay, then it's still around then. All right. So the creature is is very wounded. It's terrified. It's going to spin away from you because of the fire and, and it's obviously put out. So basically it turns directly and faces Jack, who was kind of hiding behind it. So it's going to make two attacks at you again. What? First it's going to make a squid arm attack at a 12 armor class, which yes. I assume misses, and another bite attack at like a 29. Misses. Yeah. <laughs> so... 21, 27 points of damage. 27? 27 points of damage. All that comes supposed to be the sneaky one. Well, so, that's what happens when you're on a beach fighting a yeah. giant. So kind of what happened there is the creature pushed itself up with its tentacles. So it, it, it was like... It's rearing. It's rearing like this. And then it turns and kind of comes straight down. And basically all you, all you see is Jack's feet. And the creature is all but so, engulfing So like you. when the house lands on the witch and yes. the... Wizard was. Yeah, I'm down to four health. Yeah. <laughs> you see Jack disappear. It's like a magic trick. Do I think I can grab his hand and pull him out? Possibly. Which in the magic reasons, I'm going to be casting Q wounds, so all I have to do is touch him. Okay. But so you're that's what I'll be trying. the ankle, cast your wounds, and then pull. Yes. Gotcha. And I'm going to cast Q wounds as a second level spell so I can heal more. Okay. 
He grabbed his foot that's sticking out. Creature's How much healing did you do? 20. All right, roll me a strength check. Not sure. All 20 plus 121. Okay, you are able to pull him all the way out. There's actually a tooth that breaks off and is lodged in your armor. <coughs> so you have a Tershoctopus's tooth embedded in your armor. I want to turn that into a necklace, just metagaming. Yeah, it's going to be, it's gonna be like we're this large. <laughs> I don't care. Right, you you should have seen it. You won't okay. have to have a... So what do I see? What's happening? <laughs> Shane, it'll just always be right there. Right, so he, he, he I didn't even get a turn in this. Tershoctopus, but he has a... Just Jackson. He has yeah. a uh, he might have missed tooth Jackson. stuck in his armor. And Mike. Do, do I do I even get a turn? Oh death? wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, wait. Yeah, you had it. Yeah, no, it, I didn't. I, I kind of skipped you. you because I ate you, but you weren't <laughs> dead yet. So yes, you do get so a turn. I'm as it, as he's pulling me out, can I try to like put some like a short sword into the thing as he's dragging me out? The sure. Party? So you're making it harder for him to drag you out. <laughs> but oh. he, he critted, so I already know this. I had some forethought. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You you waited because you you're surprised. Let me say that I activated my open. Do you even have enough room to move beneath this thing? Uh, or you had the de- you, sword up while you... you yeah, that was my defense of It looks like the creature's kind of running at this moment. Does everybody have one magical weapon? Uh, everybody has at least one magic something. Because uh, I, do I don't. You you do. I just don't know that. You just don't know what it is yet. Okay. Oh, I don't either? No, no. You, no, no. In in true terms, you do, but if you haven't created it yet, but everybody got at least one thing. All right. I got smushed in this. I had 14. Okay. You, you were unable... You, Travis, the player, thinks that's really cool. Jack, the character, just got ate by fucking Tershoctopus. <laughs> so attacking it from the inside, last thing on your mind. First thing on your mind is changing your pants when you get out of here because you just shit yourself. You can give us feedback and comments at our website, dndacademy.com. You can check out previous podcasts at our website and subscribe to future ones on iTunes. If you have a suggestion for a topic, we'd love to hear it. Email your ideas to podcast at dndacademy.com, and you can connect with us on Twitter at dnd underscore academy. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.